Welcome to the Insurance Agents and Brokers Podcast. Hello, my name is Megan Fioretta and I am the brand manager here at IAMB. This is the audio version of the Coverage Corner column from the April 2023 Primary Agent Magazine. It is entitled, The Entirety of Contract Principle by Bill Wilson. In the column of the February issue, I introduced the RTFP principle, where RTFP means, quote, read the policy, unquote. No coverage question can be answered and no claim can be adjusted without reviewing the insurance contract language. Hearsay and I've always heard that coverage analysis just doesn't cut it. And relying on it can imperil your E&O coverage. A related principle in insurance coverage analysis is what I refer to as, quote, entirety of contract, unquote. And it's based on the general principle of contract law. In the case of insurance policies, what I'm referring to is if you want to determine coverage as conclusively as possible, you must review the entire policy. For example, a claim may appear to be uncovered when reviewing one section of a policy, yet if the analysis continues, coverage may be found in another part of the policy. To illustrate what I mean by that, given that many of our customers are now moving from snowblowers to riding mowers, let's examine this principle in an actual claim that I consulted on a few years ago. A homeowner's brother-in-law was helping him clean up some storm damage when a large limb fell from a tree and damaged the brother-in-law's lawn tractor that he had been using to haul other large tree limbs to the street. The brother-in-law felt the homeowner's 2011 ISO HO0003 policy should pay for his damage. Since there is no discernible negligence on the part of the homeowner, the adjuster on this policy found no Section 2 liability coverage. In addition, under the No Fault Section 2 coverage, known as Damage to Property of Others, The adjuster found no coverage because the damage had to be caused by and insured under the policy. We will pay at replacement cost up to 500 per occurrence for property damage to property of others caused by an insured. The adjuster absolutely was correct about there being no Section 2 coverage. However, he had not bothered to examine the Section 1 property damage coverages that may be available. Under Section 1 coverage C, It says, we cover personal property owned or used by an insured while it is anywhere in the world. At your request, we will cover personal property owned by others while the property is on the part of the resident's premises occupied by an insured. There was an exclusion applied to damage to motor vehicles, but the following exception was made. We do cover vehicles or conveyances not subject to motor vehicle registration, which are used to service an insured's residence. Under the Section 1 policy provisions, for coverage to apply, there is no requirement that the property be owned, operated, or used by an insured. The only requirement for coverage is that the riding mower be owned by others on the insured's premises, used to service the residence of an unregistered vehicle, and coverage is requested by the insured for the damage to the other person's property because of a covered peril, which in this case is a falling object under the coverage C broad named perils. All too often, the presumption is that Section 1 property coverage only applies to damage to property owned or used by an insured, but a more thorough 
and thoughtful reading of the actual policy language says otherwise. The more specific lesson with this claim is that just because an adjuster correctly cites exclusionary language in one part of the policy, that doesn't mean that the loss is excluded if coverage can be found in another part of the policy. So the moral of this story is the variation on the RTFP principle. In this case, the RTEP principle. Read the entire policy. Postscript. If the brother-in-law has coverage for his own mower under his own homeowner's policy, there could be an other insurance issue. But it depends on whether his policy has coverage. For example, if he also has a 2011 ISO HO003, he may have coverage, but not if he has a 2000 ISO HO003. What? You say? I'll explain in my next column. To be continued. Written by Bill Wilson, C-P-C-U-A-R-M-A-I-M-A-A-M, is the founder and CEO of InsuranceCommentary.com and the author of seven books, including When Worlds Collide, Resolving Insurance Coverage and Claims Disputes. He can be reached at bill at insurancecommentary.com. If you would like to learn more about homeowners' exposures and coverages while earning CE without taking an exam, please visit iabforme.com education for a listing of our upcoming live CE webinars. Thank you for listening. Insurance Agents and Brokers is the premier resource and champion for independent insurance agencies in Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Delaware. For more information, visit iab4me.com.